Hello and welcome again to Thought for the Day. Yesterday we had an outdoor service at Ellingham Church on the weekend that would have been the uh, Benefessor's family camp. The reading was the parable of the sower from Matthew 13, a familiar passage I'm sure to many of you, and Matthew Trick led us through it. Jesus talks about a farmer sowing and some of his seed falls on the path. The birds come and eat it up. Some falls on rocky ground where there isn't much soil and it doesn't survive. When the heat of the sun comes, there are no real roots. Some falls amongst thorn and weeds and is choked. Other seed falls on good ground where it grows and is fruitful. Now it's a story many of us know and it's a very clear picture. And Matthew asked us, what kind of soil are we? Now, perhaps like me, you naturally think in terms of Jesus' description of the different soils as being different people. And that may well be true. But what if we can also understand it as being about different seasons in our lives? I just want to introduce you very briefly to six people. My school doctor, who at a difficult time in my life when my parents were separating, invited me to a boys' Christian camp. And then Mark Ashton, who was the dorm captain at that same boys' camp. And then Peter McCann, our first vicar, when we got married. A couple called Linda and Peter Rawlings, our neighbours, when we moved to Suffolk. And a Pentecostal pastor called Reg. And they all helped me see this parable in a slightly different way. The doctor came across a boy drifting through school and he eased me into that summer camp. I was probably at the growing amongst thorns stage. There were lots of cares and distractions in my life, as well as my parents getting separated, but that included playing in a band and discovering girlfriends. They were competing. At camp, under Mark Ashton's guidance, I became good soil, heard the word of God, and committed my life. But by the time Sandy and I got married, a few years later, I was questioning and doubting and rebelling against the demands of the gospel. And I was back to rocky soil at least, if not a path. Now we were steered through that by Peter McCann, our first vicar. But then the Rawlings in Suffolk helped us to bring us both back to real faith. But at the same time, I was on a career path. There was still plenty to choke out faith. I was wanting to do the best for the family. I was working long hours. I was doing improvements on the house. There was plenty to choke out God's word, God's seed, God's life. But then under the pastor, Reg, the seed was firmly rooted. So we can understand this parable as speaking about different stages in our lives. We know when we've been different sorts of soil. We know the times that we've ignored God. The times we've been too shallow in our faith. The times we've allowed God to be choked out when other things have just become too important. We also know 
how good and how blessed we've been when we allow God to take deep root in our lives. So what do we learn from all that? Well, firstly, I think that God perseveres. Matthew reminded us that very clearly that God, that seed is scattered and it falls everywhere. He goes on sowing, even when some falls on unsuitable ground. And that's fortunate for all of us. God doesn't only concentrate on those who are good soil. And I'm reminded of those words to God in Joshua, I will never leave you or forsake you. The times we become rocky soil or um, the times the weeds choke out, the pressures of life choke out God's life. God doesn't abandon us. I will never leave you or forsake you. So what is good soil? Well, it's soil that's work and dug and fed. Over here in St Ives, we have very sandy soil. It neither retains moisture nor nutrients, and you have to work hard to get it to do either. We talk about turning over the soil when we're digging. We talk about pulling out the weeds. And in our Christian lives, that turning over the soil is our study of God's word, our prayer lives, times of reflection before God. Those are the things that help us to be good soil. We don't get good soil in our gardens by accident. We work the soil. And it's the same with the disciplines of our Christian lives. It won't happen by accident. It's a decision that we make. I will read God's word, the Bible. I will take time to pray and to reflect. I will find areas in church life where I can serve and help. I will make myself available to God. I will try to be the best soil I can be. I am so grateful that the school doctor Mark Ashton, the dorm captain, our first vicar when we married, the Rawlings family and the church pastor, were faithful men and women of God who pursued us until God's word took root. And in many ways, that came to fruition many, many years later, one evening in church. For those of you who heard me tell the story about laying down my guitar in church, what I'm about to tell you is in the period immediately after that. The reading was from 1 Kings 19 when Elijah the prophet encounters God on Mount Horeb. Now he's running away because Jezebel, the wife of King Ahab of Israel, has threatened to kill him as she has killed the other prophets. And in that encounter, God says to Elijah, go back the way you came, verse 15. And at that moment, I just knew that God was speaking. In 1972, I'd been to King's College in London reading theology, but it didn't work out. The course was far too academic for me. I lost my way, including losing that sense of call to offer myself for full-time ministry. So I went off and started work in the insurance industry. Twelve years later, I'm sat in church there are those words, go back the way you came. And I knew immediately this meant for me to, to pursue ministry again. 
and explore what it would mean to serve God full time. And I think I was able to hear that because so many people had invested in my life to help me be that good soil. That doesn't mean I've always been good soil. It doesn't mean I've always been faithful. It doesn't mean there haven't been times when God's word and life has been choked out. But they were people who'd invested in me, prayed for me, nurtured me to be good soil. And Matthew asked us yesterday, what kind of soil are we? It's a great question. Through my life, I've been the lot. I've been the hard path. I've been choked by thorns, cares of this world, the rocks and the weeds, and I've been the good soil. And the challenge is to stay as the good soil so that it allows God to take root in us and enable us to be the people that he has called for us to be. Bless you and thank you.